Greetings. This is a special edition episode for our podcast listeners. Uh, We're releasing this during Oktoberfest. This is recorded on National Hot Dog Day. Well, it was at Monolithic Brewing with Willie Dogs. So hot dogs, beer, National Hot Dog Day, Oktoberfest, beer, dogs. Yeah, sounds good. Let's go on this special episode. You seem hungry. Good thing your table is ready with Fatterday Omaha. Fatterday Omaha. Eat this. Uh, hey, Danelle. Yeah. Um, I believe we are currently sitting at the now second annual National Hot Dog Day at Monolithic Brewing here in Omaha, Nebraska with Willie Dogs. Is this true? So true. And what is so interesting about this particular special podcast edition of National Hot Dog Day at Monolithic Brewing with Willie with Willie Dogs is that um, we're actually, this is the second time we're recording this. It is. We had to do it another time because it's the second annual, you know. <laughs> That's where I was kind of going, like. It, in in some weird way, it, it actually kind of kind of came together here. So this is this is very cool. So it's it's been popping here since I got here a little bit before six o'clock. Uh, people getting beers, people getting dogs, all sorts of good things. And um, you know, uh, Danelle, I I we're, we'll do this a little bit in reverse, I suppose, because as we're kind of winding down the. Uh, the the point five edition of this show, um, you had mentioned that you knew Ryan, the now owner of Willie Dogs from way back, and what you, you were telling you were saying something that I thought was really cool about somebody making that leap to create a business, a local business, to maybe either work in tandem with their with their company corporate job and then do their own thing or just totally leave and like go out on their own. So so kind of kind of if you could hit on that right quick and then we'll talk a little bit about this this hot dog. Yeah, man, like if you know someone who is going after a dream, they're trying to like they're shooting for the clouds. It's important to let that person know that you are in their corner and you support them and you want to see them succeed. There's not a lot of people who have that in them to go and try and do that. So it's important to let the people in our lives know when they do that, like, hey, you have a support system. If you need help, I'll help you any way I can. Like I told Ryan, you know, if you have any staffing issues and you're out in Papillion at Cross Strain, you know, let me know, man. I'll come down and slang some dogs. (laughs) I can do that. Like, you don't even have to pay me. Like, I just want to do it to help you because I know it's something that you need. And I just think we need to let people know that, man. Like, some people are not content with sitting in a cubicle for eight hours a day. <laughs> True. And and they need to know that, like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm with you. Yeah. I, I got you. And, and you know, so as, as we're sitting there here and kind of observing the action, so to speak, uh, you just downed a, uh, a tasty hot dog. And we'll talk about those in a second because I, I had my, my very first Willie Dog today. Uh, but Ryan is out here uh, walking around, talking with people. Um, I he had a uh, there's there's you know kiddos here enjoying hot dogs and things like that while the parents are grabbing a, a beverage, and uh, 
he's just engaged and excited and and you know that's the thing with the service and hospitality industry to get to see those smiles on people's faces to meet people um to, you know to see what happens when they eat a tasty hot dog which you know hot dogs a fun food anyway um well beer's kind of fun too so <laughs> um you know you can you can pair them pair them both so yeah oh and speaking of ryan he, he's walking this way No, yeah, yeah, you're good. So, uh, yeah, so Ryan, Ryan stopped by, and uh, but yeah, he he actually brought me over my very first uh, Willie dog, uh, which was which was very tasty. And I think he's gonna come over here and step on the microphone for just a minute, and he could tell us a little bit about it because I I was able to ask him some questions on the uh, the prior initiative, but uh, we can get to that. But um, yeah, it's just it's it's really cool to to see the people having fun and to see Ryan having fun interacting with his customers, and uh, yeah, it's neat. I think uh, we'll try to see if maybe we can even get Shane over here from from Monolithic as well just to talk to him. But uh, yeah, my my dog though, super good, um, great uh, bun. I I was like, hey Danelle, what type of I was I was gonna ask him if it's a Rotellas, and he's like, Dave, it's a Rotellas, and I'm like. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, yep. That's real nice. So, All local. That's super cool. Um, and yeah, yeah. So we'll kinda we'll kinda do some really abrupt cut uh, when Ryan stops over and then that way you can stay in the action and we'll ask uh, Ryan a little bit about uh, about some, some Willie dogs when he stops over. Yeah, and, and as we're, you know, waiting and, and, and getting all that together, I do wanna comment on something that you mentioned previously. Oh, that snap, mm. that mm-hmm. snap when you take a bite and the dog, like sometimes when you take a bite, it's just like the first bite, you get that snap. But I think I had two, three or four snaps oh, when I was taking bites. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it stayed. It, it's definitely got the, the top and bottom snap and maybe even that middle snap. But that's that good. Um, I'm assuming he's using a natural casing. I'll, I'll, we, we can ask him here in a minute. Um, but that, you know, that usually produces that good snap that you you just don't always get with the uh, you know packaged pre-packaged right. dog, so yep. you know that's for sure. That's for sure. But yeah, that's true. It had that snap. Um, he had some uh, cross-strain fairy nectar mustard on that thing, which is which is interesting. I got like a two-for-one beer thing. I've got the cross-strain fairy nectar mustard, and then I also had a monolithic feisty walrus English beer, oh, 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 uh, oh. which was very very tasty. So. So that was super cool um, to, to kind of pair up. So, yeah, kind of a two-for-one deal and uh, for, from the beer perspective. But, uh, yeah, great ingredients. The brown sugar onions, I thought those were tasty. Um, and, and I'm really glad I tried it Tried it the willy way. So this is good. Oh, Ooh, hey, really and would you believe it's Ryan. Oh, hi. Yo, yo. What's so, going on, guys? Well, Ryan, you know, we were just discussing a, a couple minutes ago that this is not the first National Hot Dog Day here at Willie at uh, Monolithic Brewing with Willie Dogs. It's actually the second annual. Correct, yeah. Correct. And, yeah. and in that spirit, we we kind of already did a one you know, right. podcast. So we could do a second one, like, right now, yeah, because the let's first do one evaporated. Take yeah, two. You know, this happens. Take it two. happens. This actually Round happened. two. Let me tell you. This is a funny story. The last uh, time I was with Danelle here. Uh, when I interviewed him for my podcast. <laughs> uh, we recorded, and then all of a sudden, it was just like, no. We only did audio, and I was doing it through Anchor, 
and we got done recording, and there was nothing there. Oh, yeah, no. technical so, difficulties are horrible. But you the, know, it happens. The, the nice part is it's it's even better at the moment because one, we have a plugged-in power source, so there's no risk of battery problems. Two, Ryan stopped over with a chair because he didn't have a chair before. He was, you know, he kind of had to like kind of sit hovered on the on the infrastructure here, but he's got a chair and a beer. So yes. it's already better. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going thirsty this time. No, we're good. <laughs> thir, 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 thirsty. We're good. Not. Yeah. Not I know how that goes, man. Yeah. When you're so busy and you're moving around, and then like you don't eat or drink anything, then when the event is over, you're like, I'm so thirsty. I'm so hungry. My back hurts. My feet yes. hurt. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Need you gotta a take care. Of me. Yeah. yeah. We're doing all right. You gotta take care of yourself, man. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta you stay gotta hydrated. Eat and drink. Yeah. yeah. For sure. And you know, I'm also glad that that you came to sit back down because in the in the interim and a little bit before that. I saw the way that you were interacting with the customers here at Monolith. Absolutely, Brewing. yeah. And I saw you, your your energy and engagement. You know, I, I we've got you know parents drinking a beverage. We got the younger ones probably with a nice you know willy dog and some chips, and the the parents too, of course. But uh, you, you were talking with some of the, the kiddos. I saw you. There's a, a, a young lady that like was jamming over towards the merch table, like things happening like that. So does. Coming out here, does that give you a chance to really connect and see those smiles on people's faces? Is that part of the enjoyment of, of things like this? Yeah, you know, absolutely. I think, uh, I mean, obviously National Hot Dog Day, I mean, that, that's that's one of the few days a year that's like our day to shine. Right. You know, it's where we really come in. Uh, we try to just rock it out. We try to get a hot dog to everybody as fast as we can and just make it a big party. That's why we're here at Monolithic. They've got some of the greatest beers in the city. So we just try to make it a big, you know, community party. Obviously, you know, National Hot Dog Day is one of our days to shine throughout the year. We have some really cool events throughout the year, but this is definitely one of the top ones. Uh, but I think that one of the really awesome points of what we do as Willie Dogs is when we come, granted, we operate in kind of the food truck circuit, if you will. Sure. But when you come to Willie Dogs, we're not closed off in a trailer. We're not several feet away from you and several feet up from a, up from you. Like, we're, we're, we're right there on the same street level and the same sidewalk level as you. We operate out of hot dog carts. Right. They're open air. We are interacting with our customers constantly. So, so having that, like, community involvement, having that engagement it is a big, big portion of what we do. And I think we get a lot of compliments on that, you know, interaction and that engagement and that customer service just as much as our dogs. So that's awesome. And, you know, I, I was engaged with the, uh, the, the hot dog that you brought me, uh, the, the, the willy dog made the willy way, yes. uh, which, uh, as we were discussing with, with Danelle here a few seconds ago, and Danelle, since uh, now that you've also had one of these, um, the, the brown sugar onions, but you, mm. you added on the uh, cross-grain fairy nectar IPA mustard, which I was a little hesitant, and I told you, I was like, eh, go easy on that. I told you to that. trust me. And I did, yeah. and I I, re, I regret nothing. It was it was delicious hey, and, and very good. Listen, that hot dog is it's one of those magic foods, like they bring it to the table and then before you know it, it just disappears. Like, I don't know what happened to my hot dog, and I told Ryan that I wasn't hungry when I first got here, but it just like disappeared off my off my little tray, so I don't know where it went. But you know, <laughs> it, it is it that, is gone. That it tends gone. to happen with that magic food, man. You know, you got to keep an eye on it. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, and then the other thing that uh, I wanted to make sure we got to, we uh, Danelle and I talked a little bit about the, uh, the the bun, you know, a Rotella's local yeah, made man. bun. Keep it in the community. It's the best bakery we got, so. That's wonderful. And the, obviously cross-strain here. You've got some local beer. We're in a local restaurant, Monolithic Brewing. And uh, But tell me a little bit about 
the dog again because you kind of gave me a heads up on that. But yeah, kind of describe how the dog came to be and the mission, the mission, if you will, of the Willie Dog because it is not it is not your grocery store uh, in a package dog. No, no, it's definitely not your uh, not your uh, you know bottom of the meat shelf kind of dog. Um, so to kind of back it up a little bit, like I love hot dogs, right? Yeah. I think they're amazing in all forms, right? Um, I was really fortunate just to always have these amazing dogs around me with, you know, we've got Stoicich and some other great, you know, butcher shops in Omaha. Yeah. I always got a little frustrated, you know, New York's got their dog, Chicago's got theirs. We're the home of baseball. We're the home of the stockyards. We're the home of beef. How come Omaha doesn't have our own hot dog? How yeah, come that's right, not a thing? Right. So that was a good portion of the reason to start Willie Dogs. And I know Danelle and I had talked about this, you know, in our first podcast, you yep. know, I mean, that was three years ago. Man, oh, man. That, Time flies. that was wow. over three years ago. Yeah. Wow. So third season. So so we spent about eight months trying to create this dog itself. Yeah. Um, this is a natural casing dog. This is handmade. Oh, see, there this we go. Smoked. Danelle like, and I you know, were talking smoked about, right here in Omaha. Yeah, Danelle and I were talking about that snap, snap and that's that yeah, natural man. casing. That's that natural yeah. casing. You can't go wrong, you know. Um, so, like, that was kind of the mission. Like, let's create something that's synonymous with the city of Omaha. Yeah. Let's make something when, like, people come for the College World Series. They say, oh, you got to get a Willie Dog while you're here. They come for the Berkshire meeting. Oh, you better get a Willie Dog while you're there. Yeah. You know, like that that was the goal. Let's take it from kid food. Let's make this adult amazing food that you seek out. Um, so that was kind of the goal in creating Willie Dogs. And we spent about eight months creating that recipe itself. Um, once we really locked in on something that we really felt was like, this, I mean, this is Omaha in a bite right, right. there. Right. Um, you know, it's we specifically say that they are not an all-beef dog. Right. All the meat is beef. Okay. Um, and I can guarantee you the beef going in it is probably better than your average family steak night. Yeah. I can guarantee that. Yeah. Um, we do not use beef fat, though. That's why it's not an all-beef dog. We use a little bit of pork fat for flavoring. Delicious. It a little bit better. Uh, it's our custom seasoning blend. Uh, and as we had mentioned about Frank Stoysage Meats, er- Frank Stoysage Meats earlier, yeah. it's a mouthful after a day of working. <laughs> uh, we're not busy at all. It's been a long day. Right. Um, but, you know, like we work with Frank Stoysage Meats. It's the greatest that you can get out there. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, I mean, that's kind of kind of the so dog good. that we try to come up with. Um, they're the only people that we would trust with our recipe is Frank's right. Toysage. So um, they're gracious enough to make our dogs for us. Um, so they're the ones that process and make everything for us. And they store them in their big freezer. And we take them several hundred pounds at a time. And Ooh. I mean, yeah, it's, it's it's a great partnership. And again, it's it's about keeping it local and staying within the community. So That's awesome. And, and you know, when we were talking uh, a little bit earlier today, uh, you know, we we're kind of mentioning that we've got like like the quadfecta of of local hyper. happening. Hyper, hyper local. There you go. That's what we say is hyper local. Yeah. So we've got we are in monolithic brewing. We've got Willie Dogs, which is a local business using a local producer, Stoichish, and we've got the cross strain uh, mustard, the IPA Fairy Nectar IPA mustard. And all these things, just local on top of local on top of local, in addition, of course, to Fatterday Omaha right here and yeah, Danelle, our co-host, who the is also Omaha fatty. Omaha fatty. So, um, yeah, it's so cool, man. And, and you were telling us that, you know, we were, we were kind of talking about supply chain challenges and staffing and things, but uh, it sounds like you've got a good crew. You've got some people that you were saying have, have just volunteered or, 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 or were able to help you out that have never worked with you yet before and like today's their first day but you they're like hey yes we'll help and we'll help you keep that thing going yeah absolutely so um we have like our handful of staff that we kind of pull from um pardon me earlier we had discussed you know what challenges hit you as a as a small business um, especially a food business um of course the big one with everybody 
staffing issues. Yeah. It is a big one. Um, it, in any business, not just the restaurant industry, but I True. mean, it's it's all over the place right now, um, which is, I mean, to be expected after many years of maybe not appreciating those people that work in those service industries as yep. well as they should be appreciated. True. Um, so, I mean, that's our that's kind of like the biggest issue right now uh, for us, um, because again, we're not even a brick and mortar restaurant that has right. you know set hours. We're hey, we're a food truck that runs in the you know the food truck circuit. But we also do special events, so every time we do something, it could be a different time, it could be a different day of the week. Right. Um, so trying to plan for that, you know, it can be quite difficult. I'm really fortunate that I've got a great core of people that help me constantly. Um, and then a day like today, which is National Hot Dog Day, kind of a big deal out here at Monolithic on 120th and Fort, great local brewery. Um, this is our second annual, and we've got a ton of people that came out to help us tonight. We've got people running our merch booth. Um, we've got people helping in the back of house for us. We got people helping in the front of house for us. Um, we just we're, we're really we're really gracious and we're grateful and, and fortunate for all this. So that's, that's so cool. And, and you know, one question I, I didn't get to ask you, but Dedell was kind of giving me some history because you um, he said that uh, you had worked together at a prior job that yes, type we of thing. And so I was just kind of curious what what made you decide to open Willie Dogs and. How did you overcome, and, and maybe you didn't have this challenge, I don't know, but how did you overcome the, the, the mental, like, being able to take that leap to opening a business and doing that thing because, and, and stepping away or, or adding an addition to another job because that's, that's a, a risk. Like, how it's a little nerve-wracking. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a little risky. I mean, no risk, no, no reward, right? right? Yeah. I mean, isn't that right. what it is? Something like that. Um, so I yes, Danelle and I had worked at a previous. The greater uh, the risk, the greater the reward. I, I like that better. Ooh, yeah, 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 that's yeah. Nice. Can we put wow. that on a T-shirt? Yeah, that? I like that. No, yeah. it's way better. Um, so yeah, Danelle and I had worked at a, a previous large you know financial company uh, based out of here in you know in our little empire city of Omaha. Ah uh, yes. Um, and you know, we've all run run the gauntlet of of working for someone else in yeah. various capacities and whatever level that may be whether it's high in corporate or you know your local mom and pop shop down the street we've all worked yeah. for other people um i'm not going to say that was the sole motivation to start willie dogs but that was definitely a good portion of it is kind of one of those things like man i i think we can do this a little bit better and i don't, I don't yep. mean necessarily better as in operation or anything like that sure. i think in culture and and, okay. and how we interact with our customers and how we interact with our community um, one of the main portions of trying to start Willie Dogs and making it a profitable, biz profitable business was to be able to hit that point where we can start giving back to our community. Yeah. Um, which, if Danelle, if you remember, you know, back to our first conversation, I kind of had a three-prong approach of what I was heading for. Now, you know, it's obviously been a few years, but we're still on that, that same approach. And yeah. I mean, all those things are still very important to us. Yeah, so. it takes time, man. It's, yeah. you know, one step at a time. Yeah, for sure. And it's one day at a time. And for us, this is our third year, so it's one year at a time. You know, that's great. Um, we're we're really uh, you know working to again make this something that's very synonymous with the city of Omaha. Yeah. Make this Omaha's hot dog, uh, and celebrate National Hot Dog Day every year. And make it bigger and bigger every year. I so. mean, that's true. You could you could theoretically celebrate National Hot Dog Day every day if you wanted to. I mean, I do. Just I mean, right? right. Yeah. You, could. you could. I also own the company, but I do. Like, true. It's, it's, true. It's part of my life. Well, and I'll also add to that. You know, three years. I don't know if has changed st statistically but that used to be the measuring stick like if you can make it three years as a business like you have a greater percentage uh, chance of surviving oh, wow. so yeah. three years is that that mark yeah that mark. yeah so, I mean we've uh, we've constantly grown year over year 
Um, you know, we're, we're constantly trying to obviously get the social media numbers up because sure. whether fortunately or unfortunately, that's a big portion of marketing for a local it business. Yeah, um, And it's the best form of marketing. Because it's free, Because it's free, yeah. exactly. It's one of my favorite four-letter words. Free. It takes a lot of work. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. So we've, we're just trying to grow, uh, you know, appropriately, not not get too big for the britches at any yep. point. Sure. Um, so the first couple years out the gate, we had our one hot dog cart. It's a little trailer that we pull behind our truck. Um, over this past winter, we got two more of these hot dog carts. So uh, the goal is to expand a little bit more, have one that kind of has more of a regular schedule throughout the city. So yeah. you can regularly get your Willie Dog fix, um, have one that kind of stays in that food truck circuit, and then one that we use for bigger events and things like that. So that's kind of yeah. the goal of where we're heading for next year. I love it. I love it. And, and I think what I, what I really enjoy, you know, uh, again, you kindly provided me with my very first Willie Dog. I, yeah, I truly appreciate to. that. I've, I've had you on the list of places to try. Um, you know, that warms my heart, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, it's it's one of those things where, uh, uh, unfortunately or fortunately, there's so many good places to eat in Omaha. Yeah. I'd like to eat at all of them all at the same time. So I was I was blessing and a curse. This. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, you can hit up Blend Food Hall for that. Ooh, that's true. It's my buddy John over there. Yeah, he you can hit get me multiple up. concepts oh, in I'm one order. I'm supposed to be going there tomorrow. I don't know if I'm supposed to be here on National Hot Dog Day promoting some other business, but John is a great friend of mine, you, and I highly suggest well, I can hit him up going? too. Uh, I am going to blend. Uh, well, I mean, I guess you don't really have to go. That's true. You drive through it's or deliver. Yeah. Delivered. yeah. And so, yes, Danelle, I, uh, I am actually going to go check out Blend uh, tomorrow. And uh, as uh, you and I were talking previously, um, that. Uh, you could get it delivered or drive through, but it's a really cool concept. So, um, yeah, gonna check that out. So, but uh, yeah, I, I think one of the things, especially after trying the dog, not only I mean, you can get a standard dog, which I love. I mean, sure, honestly, and we're and, still the family that will like get you know kind of the cheapo hot dogs to roast over the fire on right. a fire pit night. Yeah, I'm not above any hot dog, right? I, I, I do happen to think I have the best one out there, <laughs> but there's a play, time and place for all dogs. You this know? is correct. This is there's correct. a market and for everyone. My, my my family in Chicago will yell at me, and probably New York too. But I do like ketchup on my dog sometimes. But I went uh, with you know. I have to say That's though, if, if if I were to tell people you could not have ketchup on your dog, uh-huh. that would be sixty percent of my market. <laughs> Dude, right? Because we're the Omaha original. Again, this is why I said we're not New York, we're not Chicago. We do things our way. And heck, who knows? Maybe one day there's going to be a Willie Dog's Ranch dog. We don't know. Oh my. I never heard of the ketchup thing until, like, I was an adult. I'm like, you don't put ketchup on a, I put ketchup on a hot dog. Yeah, sometimes right, right out the package. Like, we, we know what we're doing. Jim here. Phillips, if you happen to hear this, oh, yeah, Jim. Yeah, yeah, you're the one who, who first told me about I have it on good authority that Jim Phillips might have had ketchup on one of his dogs for me. Oh, my. Ooh, I could be wrong, Jim. If I'm wrong, you know I love you. But <laughs> see, he likes all Willie dogs, and he's from Chicago. Yeah, he's oh, from So he's an authority. Oh, you know. Yeah. Well, see, but he here, loves Willie Dogs. Here, here's what I, you said ranch dog. So, so, so my thought is, you take that Rotella's bun, you butter it, you put some ranch seasoning on it. So instead of like garlic bread, you got like ranch bread, and then slam that hot dog on there, put some onions on. Can it. we call? Can we call the Zorko? Ooh, you, there you, you go. Call can we do absolutely. that? Absolutely. If, if, if you're in with that, spot. we are going to make a special. That, that, that was not planned. This is created right now. You guys are hearing it first. Wham! There it was, live and happening. And and what what I like is that creativity that that you're putting there with those brown sugar onions and. That, that dog isn't just, you know, it's not just onions on, it's like a unique dog. I'm not going to a hot dog cart or food truck where it's just like, I'm going to get the same dog that I'm going to get anywhere else. It's a unique, one-of-a-kind, Willie dog thing, and I think that's fun. So that makes it a destination dog in itself because the only place you're going to get that dog is here. Or Absolutely. if you order it 
www.willydogs.com, yeah. which you can do. Yeah. So yeah, so so uh, W I L L I E dogs.com. Be careful, spell it correctly. Yeah. Otherwise, you might end up in the nefarious hot dog place, and yeah. you, you don't, don't want to be. You don't want that. 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 would be bad. You don't, you don't want that, that at all. That would be we bad. We want you to go to willydogs.com. Or you can shoot us an email at hungry at willydogs.com. I love that email address. And and if people do need to find you on social, as you mentioned, that is, you know, kind of the way that things get communicated these days, especially with different locations, hours, and things. What's your what's your social so people can find you? Yeah, we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Willie Dogs Omaha. W-I-L-L-I-E dogs.com. Or uh, Omaha. Yeah, Willie Dogs Omaha. Good, good deal. Awesome. Well, Ryan, thank you for uh, recording not one but two <laughs> yeah, uh, episodes man. today, and for well, for making delicious food and making fun food. I really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, man. Yeah, we have a lot of fun with it. Um, like I said, I mean, we've come a long way since the first time that Danella sat in, uh, and talked. Yeah, we and I'm gonna be in my living or in my dining room. Well, and I'm gonna. I, I think I've told you this before, Danelle, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna leave on this last little tidbit. Ooh. Okay. Because you had talked about risk and, and you know and how do yeah. you make that leap and all that. Well, let me, let me tell you about a leap I made. Okay. I was sitting in Danelle's driveway <laughs> over oh, about, about three years ago before I walked into his house to record the What's Up Omaha podcast. Uh-huh. First time I had done anything like that. I don't even think we had a hot dog cart at the time. I think I just had an idea of what I was going to do. Yeah. Like, I had the dog pretty much locked in, but we weren't 100% there yeah, yet. Yeah, because you brought me samples. Yeah. I did. I even brought you some really yeah. good sauce oh, yep. long yep. before it hit the market. Yep. You know, it was about yep. another six months and before it came love, out. my family loved the sauce. Yeah. Oh, they they awesome. love I mean, who the made sauce. the sauce? Yeah. I made the, the sauce. sauce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, talking about making a, a you know, kind of a, a risk and just, like, you know, making it happen. Yeah. Um, I did not have a date. For my soft opening for what Willie Dogs were was to become, I set that date in Danelle's driveway before Whoa. I walked in for the podcast because I figured people are going to want to know when we're starting this. Yeah, and so because I have brilliant timing, Our that deadline. soft opening wow. was February twenty second, twenty twenty. Wow. So that we all know how that transpired. Right. You know? yep. But that's how I came up with our soft opening date was like, if I'm going to go in and do this podcast, I better have a date ready to go. And wow. I hadn't yet. And so I was like, nope. Like, unless you set that deadline, unless you set that goal, you're not going to go for it. Yeah. So I set that deadline. I went in. We did the podcast. Not once, but twice. Twice. Hey. And, <laughs> no. uh, that's you know, why we had to do it twice a day. It just... It just had yeah. to, I mean, so I mean, it's, nice. There, it had there's to be a recurring done twice. theme here. Yeah. You know? yeah. It yes. might be me. Uh, but yeah, that was that was the risk to get it going. And, you know, I have not looked back. I left my full-time job in November of 2019. And here we are in 2022, and we're, and we're ready to go for next year. So, yeah. And I, I was there uh, very was beginning. 90th and just north of Maple. That's it. Yep. He was slaying the dogs, and I came out there, and I made a video yeah. and, you know, took pictures. And it was before whatever. we had signature toppings. It was before we had anything, really. Yep. I, I remember that day. Just yeah. a dog in a dream back then. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Man. I remember that, like day. that Yeah, it was I, a good day. I, I love that, and, and, and thanks for kind of answering those questions because that's always one of those things where, you know, I always wonder, you know, how you – know, there's, there's people out there that want to do something like you have done, and to get that advice of – Setting a goal and then working to hit it. Um, I was talking with Stacy Like of Buttered Marshmallow. Her mm, thing yeah. was is she wanted to do one thing every day for a year for her business. One thing, no matter how small, yeah, just to work brilliant. towards I that. I like that idea. That's it's such a good thing. So I love getting all this advice because it applies whether you're in the corporate world trying to do something different or get ahead, or you're stepping out as an entrepreneur by yourself and and trying to reach the dream that you want to get 
these are good things. So it's nice to hear that from somebody who is successful and obtained that dream and with a smile on your face and bringing smiles to other oh, people's faces. Yeah, Wouldn't trade it for the world. And hopefully it helps like the person who has thought about it, but they were yeah. scared. To, they're like, oh, I, I can't do I that. They're like, it. Because it's not the normal thing to do. Right, right. It's not the standard ABC, follow the right. yeah. type Go to thing. college, get a job, yeah. retire. Yeah. So like, hopefully yeah. people say, you know what? You can jump all in at once if you would like to, but you know you don't have to. Whatever works best for you, as yeah. long as you do it, take well, steps to move towards your goal. Well, right. I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. Like nobody else can tell you what your plan is going to be or what your path is going to be. Yep. For me, it was like, you know what? I'm done with this full time job. I'm going to do this. Yeah, yeah. And it kind of worked, but I also put. I mean, it's not like it goes without work. There's a lot of work that goes into it. It's just um, different, though, because it's yours. It is. It's, yours. it's quite. I mean, how many conversations have we had like that, Danelle, yeah, over yeah. the years? Because, again, we've known each other for quite a few years. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I I would not trade it for the world. Um, we're a very nomadic business. People say, oh, where do we find Willie Dogs? So we're all over. We work with a lot of the local breweries, a lot of local events. We do stuff at Gene Leahy Mall. We do stuff at, you know, Cross Drain Brewing and Fusion Brewing. Like, we're kind of all over the place. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like, just get out there and go for it. Yeah, just go for it. Don't don't it's fine. Don't let anybody you know? tell you that your dream doesn't matter. You can right. make it matter. Yes, right. and don't let them like it's your dream. So don't let someone else tell you how to how to design it. Like it's it's yeah. You can listen to people for like the concept or like the blueprint, but make it your own. Do it the way you want to do it. Put your stamp on it. I, mean, I remember people would always say like, "Hey man, why don't you just go ahead and quit?" I'm like, dude, like. <laughs> I, I it's that the, easy, right? I have the insurance benefits and whatnot. Like if my wife had insurance benefits, but she's a, a business herself. Sure. So like, no, I have to do it a certain way. Right. And it, it, it's worked out. Like I, I, I'm slowly in like one step at a time, one stone at a time. I'm building this house and it's just going to be, it's going to be, it's actually going to be But when that house palace. is built, it's, it's nobody's going to be able to knock it down. Yeah, man, it's going to be sturdy. That's the like, goal. Yep. And be, you know, yeah, no shortcuts. Right, and the thing is, is that way too, you, you're going to believe in what you're doing and you're going to put that yes. passion and heart and that's going to come out in, in whatever product or effort or whatever you're doing is, yeah. is people are going to well, feel that. Well, you're dead that. on. I mean, that, that passion, yeah. that heart and like, uh, for us, for Willie Dog specifically, it's that tie to the community yeah. and being able to hit that goal where we're doing so well that we can give as much back to the community as possible, which has always been the goal from the beginning. Again, Danelle and I talked about kind of this three kind of prong approach for what I wanted to do. And a good portion of that was raising money that we can give it back to the city that raised me. That's right. Like I'm a born and raised Omaha guy. I love this city. For anybody out there that's looking to start a food business, there is a market for everybody. There Do is. something that you're really proud of. Put your passion into it. Make it a quality product. Make it something that you feel comfortable standing behind, and the community will support you. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. You know, make it make it fun. Make it interesting. Keep that quality and that passion, and and, and the people will come. I think I think yeah. that's how that works. Yeah. yeah. If you make it, they will come. Yes. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. and if Willie Dogs makes a hot dog, you should come and try it because it's delicious. We'd you love should. for you to. Yes. Oh yeah. man, that's oh, snap. Well, uh, you know. Uh, Ryan, I, I really appreciate you stopping back yet again, and uh, I, I'm glad we had conversation number two. I think yeah. this was yeah. great too. This yeah, is definitely. Yes, definitely. Yes, I could not be it. more happy to have you guys out here. Thank you again for coming out to National Hot Dog Day uh, with Willie Dogs and Monolithic. It, it, it really means a lot. Second annual, more to come. Second annual, go. more yes. to come. All yes. right. Yes. Sounds good. Thanks again, Ryan. Well. 
Hi, Shane. Hello, guys. What's up, Shane? How you doing? Doing great. Awesome. Well, this is so cool. So so Dave and Danelle sitting here with Shane of Monolithic Brewing. And Shane, so... Um, half of Monolithic Brewing. Half. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so what, what is your role at Monolithic and, and how, did, how did this get started? Because this is actually my first time stepping in the doors here. For me so as I, well. I'm excited. So this is cool. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, I'm the brewer. Um, so I brew all the beer. Um, I home brewed for 10 years, um, moved to this side of town, and I love craft beer and I love good wings. Yeah. And my friend took me over to Cunningham's Pub and Grill, like oh, 108th. Yeah. And good Dodd. smoked wings yeah. there. Yep. And, uh, and jelly. so that Ooh. became my watering hole. I was there every week to get some wings and some beer. And turns out my friend that I home brewed with, um, his wife worked with Todd, my business partner. Okay. His wife. And he found out that I was a home brewer. And so I started bringing in you know, home brew samples just for them to try. And yeah. They're like, so we want to open up a brewery. What do you think about being the brewer? And I was like, absolutely. I didn't even think about it. I'm like, yes. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, I was in banking for 15 years. Um, so a similar story to what we've been talking about. Yeah. Yeah, because we were just talking about Ryan, and, you know, he left his, his corporate job to start mm-hmm. up Willy Dog. So you kind of did something similar there. Yep. Yeah, and we kind of did it at the same time, too. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. So I, I, I'll ask you the same question that I asked Ryan, because this is one of those things that for myself personally, and then also like Danelle and I were talking about, anybody out there that's thinking about maybe leaving a standard, you know, okay. Security. Uh, the security, right? Or like I'm, I'm going to go work for someone else mm-hmm. and follow that blueprint. And there's there's got to be some, a, a, there's a little bit of risk and maybe a little bit of mental uh, gymnastics or, or, or hurdles to get over to say, I'm going to leave the security of my job and kind of go out and do my, my thing on my own. Like mm-hmm. how, how was that thought process for you? Um, it was, you know. It was worrisome at first, yeah, sure. so you're talking about leaving that security and everything, but at the same time, like, I knew this is what I want to do with my life from that first batch of beer that I made, Yeah. and I knew that I was willing to do whatever it takes to get there, and I think that's the biggest thing is, like, yeah, you're going to be afraid a little bit, but you just got to go for it, because I kind of hit that point in my life, it's like, it's now or never, if I don't oh, do this man. now, it's yes. never going to happen. And, and I just, you'll be I, bitter the rest of your life. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. And I and I believe in my I believed in myself. Like I like I knew I could do this. I knew I could do it at a high level. And so it's just like we didn't look back. It's like once it was going. I mean, but yeah, there was like the planning process, and you know, once we start seeing the expenses coming in, all that stuff, you know, it's like, oh man, this is oh yeah, there's a lot sitting over our heads. But at the same time, it's like as long as we do everything right. I mean, the two of us owners are down here grinding every single day. We manage the tap room. Yeah, you, you were behind the bar when I when I stopped up yeah. there, and yeah. Yep, and we're not above anything. It's like we're, we're in here cleaning the bathrooms in the morning after the shifts, you know. It's yep. like, so that's just the kind of mentality we have. It's like, nobody's gonna, you know, like, we can't be outworked, you know. Right. Like, let's we'll come in, put in the work, and, you Well, know. that's gotta be something, too, for your staff, like, to see, hey, man, like, the boss is in there scrubbing toilets. Like right. if he can scrub toilets, yeah. Like you know, like why? Like I can't complain. Yeah, I was. I, I heard a story once about a, uh, a guy that was coming to the break room. He owned the business, and he he comes in, and the whole deal was is you drink the last cup of coffee. You're supposed yeah, to make more pop. coffee. Yeah. So the guy that owns the company makes coffee just like everybody else, and he comes in and he sees that oh somebody didn't restart the coffee thing. He's like, I want to meet the person so important. That they don't think they can make coffee for everybody else. So, yeah. like you said, that's cool. And you know, being a business owner, you know, sometimes you're probably plumber, electrician, like window washer, like whatever the place whatever needs. You takes. have to do all yeah, those whatever things. Whatever it takes. Yeah. If we yeah. don't do it, nobody's going to do it. And yeah. we've all been to those businesses where you can tell they don't have that want to and care, and it shows, you know, in the presentation yeah. of the place. And yeah, that's a that's a big thing when you talk about atmosphere and experience. Like mm-hmm. it's not just about the food. Like, your food could actually not be that good, and 
if the atmosphere is nice enough, people will come out and like enjoy it. So like, well, that, that's important. Well, in that blend of the blend of quality and, and passion, and that's what we were talking about with Ryan at, at mm-hmm. Willie Dawson. One of the things that that passion comes out in that craft of making a good product. And what's cool is you had an interest in brewing and making good beer even before you stepped into to this. And here was an opportunity to take your home craft and let a lot of people experience the stuff that you're doing. That's got to be exciting. Oh, absolutely. Like, it's just, it's so cool every single day, like, seeing this place packed, enjoying the beer that I made, you know, my labor of love. Just, yeah. And just getting all the compliments and people just telling us how much they love the place, how much they love the beer and all that. And yeah, that our positive whole thing, feedback is Yeah, good. for yeah. sure. And our whole thing was, like, kind of to your point earlier, it's like, you know, there's a lot of places that might have an average product, but their service is awesome, the vibe's awesome, and you keep coming back. And it's like, yeah. if we can marry those two and have a killer product and right. great service on top of that, yeah, and that's what we're trying to do. And that's why, you know, you come down here, not many breweries, you see the brewer washing dishes and, <laughs> you know, yucking it up with people. But that's part of the experience. You know, we want to create an experience here right. for people. And, and it's a Wednesday night, and it was packed. Oh, yeah, the yeah. parking lot was full when I came in before, before mm-hmm. 6 even. And, I mean, it's not even like, I mean... You know, it's not late night prime drinking time exactly, and the place was just packed. So that's crazy. How long have you guys been open here? Uh, It'll be two years. It's coming October. Oh, super cool. Yeah, so we opened October of 2020. A lot of twos Um, going around. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. We signed on the dotted line in January 2020, and then we know what all happened in March, and that's like Uh, right when our construction was slated to start. But luckily, the construction started on time. And it's good timing, honestly. So it was a little bit rough because 120th Street was closed for the first year we were open. Oh, yep. and it's still all construction it's all messed up. down yeah, there. Yeah, it's supposed yeah. to be done by fall. So it's good. like once the road opened in February, we saw oh, a more yeah. influx and we've been more steady than we were. But yeah. yeah, to make it through that first you know year and a half and you know still be rocking it, like well, and that's probably a, a a good time. I mean, I know like COVID was starting, but that was before the staffing issues really started to hit. So that was like perfect time for everything to get going and you know mm. I, i'm hearing now there's jobs that can't get finished because they don't have people to not no people no products so, yeah. Yeah. yeah so we yeah we lucked out with the timings yeah, another friend of mine opened lumen brewing down in little bohemia oh cool yeah. and he started a few months later and he ran into all the supply chain issues yep. and his construction took a lot longer than he would have hoped and so at least we dodged the bullet there. Are, are there any hurdles like right now that have been made things tough like, with like, you know, supply chains or uh, ingredient cost or those type of things? Uh, a little bit, yeah. All of our like beer ingredient costs have gone up. We just got our grain price hike, and so you yeah, know, it's raising yeah. the price of everything. And you know, there was kind of a standard of what beer should be priced at, and it's like, well, right. we, we have to increase our prices. Like there, we have no choice. You know, the beer is what pays for everything. Well, yeah, and I, I see those messages on Facebook. You know, where business owners are like, hey. We really don't like that we have to make this post, but like we just can't. There's no way around it. Block, we have block to raise 16. Our, yeah. Block yeah. 16. Omaha Bakery, I just saw. They mm-hmm. just posted, and, and it was like, hey, and, you know, we're being transparent with you guys. Mm-hmm. Here's 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 our, our fry oil went from like $5 to like $45 or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. It was an insane increase. Into, yeah, it's you just know, dumb. It's like, it yeah. doesn't even make sense. It doesn't. It's just, yeah, it's a reality of it. You know, most people are understanding, but there's still, you know, sure. people out there that just, they don't get it. And it's like, we're not trying to rip you off. Like, yeah. We're just trying to survive, you right. know? And well, yeah, because, and, and, you know, the thing is in the restaurant business, too, is quite often margins are pretty small anyway. It's, yeah, you know, we, so. 
you guys used to talk about that a lot before you and Dan, like before COVID was a thing, margins was a yep. conversation. Yep. So Mar mar it's, it's tough. It's really tough. Well, uh, one of the other questions I, I wanted to ask you too, especially being a home brewer before, because this is one thing that always makes me curious. If you're you're a home cook or, or, or a chef or you started doing something small mm -hmm. and then you scale up, you started as a home brewer and now you are monolithic. Yeah. How hard was that, or how was that process of scaling up from you know the you know some buckets at home to man, I've got to brew for a brewery now? Yeah, it was you know it was quite daunting mentally, but then I don't, I'm a numbers guy. Obviously, I was in banking forever, oh, true, and true. so it wasn't as difficult as I thought it would be. I mean, the Good. biggest hurdle was all the equipment back there wasn't the same as what I used at home. So like oh. I had I had had it and it didn't come with instructions. Like the new tools. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I had to like kind of figure it out on the fly. Um, I reverse osmosis water system back there, so I got clean, pure water to start with, oh, and nice. I adjust all my water profiles based on the style of beer, which is something I had never done. Wow. <laughs> and I'm a procrastinator by nature, so oh, I, man. I literally waited until the weekend before I had to brew my first batch, and finally went in and like just knocked it all out in a weekend and you know figured wow. it all out. But honestly, the scaling up wasn't so bad just because we, do, we are a small batch, so it yeah. wasn't as big of a multiplication as I would have had to have done otherwise, and so... Yeah. It was honestly pretty seamless. It was just there's a you know just the nuances of the new system and you know kind of I've learned a lot of different things over the first you know year year and a half that you know kind of fine tuned it. But luckily, like our whole goal was to come out of the gate hot. We didn't want to be because typically with the brewery, everybody kind of is like, yeah, it takes them about a year to get it figured out to sure. know what they're doing. And like that's not my mentality. It's like I got to have this right when we open. Because that's our first impression, right. and True. I'll be honest with you, like I surprised myself. Like <laughs> the, uh, the beer started getting ready, started kegging them up, and we're drinking them. Like, okay, like yeah, yeah. I think I think we did all right like, here, which was like, exciting. I did that. Yeah, I did like, that. <laughs> I couldn't yeah. believe. Yeah, so I mean, I, I surprised myself. I mean, I knew I could do it, but at the same time, it was I was nervous. Well, and there's there's one thing you know to have self confidence and like mm. to to believe in yourself. Mm. But when you actually do it and you see that finished product, mm. like there's some part of you that may not be 100% on board with it. But when you do it and you see, oh, yeah, I really did do it. Mm -hmm. Like that's a whole nother level. Yeah, so, well, sure. and, you're, and you're mixing like kind of chemistry and art, you know, to create that glass of beer. And it was, you know, when you're talking about the water, I was thinking about that because like in baking, if you've got too much chlorine in your water or the temperature is wrong, then the yeast do, you know, crazy things or, or may not do what sift. they're supposed to do. Mm. Or yeah, yeah. And so I, I would assume in brewing your beer, you have to watch the, you know, the chemical compositions of the ingredients and, and those type of things and temperatures and, and those type of things. Mm. And then you're doing that on a much larger scale mm. than you ever had to do. So that that's really cool. Yeah. And you said something there that I always kind of said, like for me, brewing's like the perfect melding of of art and science and yeah. like science was always my thing in school like I went to school yeah. to be a respiratory therapist but quickly realized I didn't want anything to do with that but then <laughs> you know I play music you know Ryan and I jam out play guitar and stuff nice. and nice. so yeah art and science those are kind of my two things and like brewing is just kind of like the perfect convergence of those two I love it I love it well that man that is so cool Shane I, I appreciate it now before before I let you go here so I I went for the feisty walrus this yes. evening because I love the name. I was I was looking for for something a little a little darker, so uh, it was delicious. So uh, tell me about that beer. How did that beer come to be? Because I'm just curious. Yeah, uh, true story. That was the second beer I ever homebrewed. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. So um, my roommate at the time, who the beer is named for, he was brown ale was his favorite style of beer, and yeah. he's like, 
got to brew a brown ale, and so I did, and the recipe that we have today is the same one I brewed the second time I ever brewed. Wow. Um, and so, yeah, so it's an English-style brown ale, so it's, yeah. uh, it's not hoppy. It's just nice, malty with good you know, roast, chocolate, and coffee kind of characteristics to it, but it's yeah. also light. It's 4.6%, so... Yeah, you can still drink you can a have few a few. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Well, I, I, I did really enjoy it, um, and it was, it was really tasty, and all the options up there looked really fun, and I'd I, you know, love to try some of the other ones up there too. So yeah. if uh, people want to see what's going on at Monolithic Brewing, what's the best way to keep an eye on you guys, on your social, that type of thing? Yeah, follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, awesome. uh, Monolithic Brewing. Um, we have a website as well, but, yeah, we're very active on social media. We post three to four times a week. Nice. Um, any new food specials we got, any new beer, since we're small batch releasing a new beer just about every week great and so yeah just follow us on one of those three platforms and get everything you need and and what's that address um let's see it is uh at monolithic brewing oh i meant your physical address. oh physical Sorry. address it's, oh yeah it's 4915 north 120th street right. uh omaha 68164 that's, Ooh, a, that's yes. a good zip code yes. that's a good zip code long time listeners of the podcast wait wait for a good zip code read so that's good <laughs> But yeah, you can take the interstate to the Fort Street exit. It's you know from wherever you are in town, or just head down 120th and fight through the. Nah, the cones. just go to Fort. Just, just go, go to yeah. Fort. Yeah. Fort. That's the way I took today. That was a good move. So. Yeah, but that construction will be done this fall and should Great. be open and free flowing. So. I love it. Well, Shane, thank you so much for taking your time out because you probably have to go do stuff back behind <laughs> right. the bar. We interrupted um, him. We did, and so thank you for taking your time out. Thank you for hosting us. Absolutely. Thank you for making a delicious beer and and for letting me try your art. So yeah. thank you very much. Thank you yeah, so man. much. Thanks for coming out, guys. It was a pleasure. Awesome. Take care, Shane. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. <laughs> I really like this. This event it was cool. This was fun. The podcast has been fun. We had two guests that are very passionate about what they do. Yes. Um, and so that that was awesome. And it's well, been a lot of fun, man. And, and shout out to Yelp Omaha. Oh, who, yeah. Who are here. I don't know how many of them work for Yelp, but there's at least one person. Yeah, Meg was here from from Yelp, and and you know what I what I like about that is you've got somebody promoting local business, you know here um, hi, hyper local. I think, hyper I think local. was the phrase. Hyper and, local. and apparently, twos like I, I'm not a person that typically lines up things by like coincidence, numbers, things like that. However, second National Hot Dog Day um, kind of take two on the show with. Uh, two guests. Two guests. And actually, I'm glad we did this one because we had a great guest lineup, which wasn't that didn't happen in the first part. Right. So we and so you out there, the listener, are getting the better thing. And then on top of that, my my feisty walrus was his second beer recipe. Oh, yeah. look at that! That's amazing. So yes, man, it was a good time, man. Again, a Wednesday night, and it was packed. Still packed. There's still voices and uh, beer a bubbling back there. So, Danelle, anything you want to say before we uh, sign it off on this uh, lively recorded episode here yeah, at Monolithic Brewing? Of course. Just again, please make sure to support your friends and family who are doing this. Sometimes you could feel like you're out on an island by yourself. I know I've had restaurant owners who were struggling and didn't, they weren't transparent about it. They didn't tell their community that they were struggling and, and were facing closure and it was too late. A lot of times if you tell people that you need help, they will try to help you if they mm. can. So, you know, just be, just be open about that. There's a lot of struggles. And if you can, if you can support those people, when they're going through that, I'm sure they will never forget it. That's awesome, man. I, I love the support, and you know, I'm a bit of a perfectionist, and so uh, being able to humble humble yourself and ask for help 
no matter what your situation is, uh, yep. you know, mentally, physically, with your business, with you know, whatever you're working on, um, it's okay to ask for help. And I, I really like that. And there's going to be somebody out there, and especially our Omaha and, and surrounding area community is full of helpful people that will be there for you. So that's that's good. Community. I love it. Community and hyper-local. Fatterday Omaha with Danelle Taylor, the Omaha fatty, our co-host here. And we will sign it off at Monolithic Brewing with Willie Dogs on National Hot Dog Day. Yum, 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 yum. Until we eat again, stay hungry. Bye. Our show is recorded and produced by Fatterday Omaha. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, as well as email FatterdayOmaha at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and stay hungry. Saturday Omaha. Eat this.